There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Hello. Wait a minute. Who the hell are you? Where's Tim? What have you done with him? You are not Tim. You are some imposter sackass. Where is Tim? That's our coworker. That's our coworker. Oh, I'm I am Tim. Okay. T M A. It clearly stands for Tim McKernan and Associates, <laughs> and he is not here. Yeah, that's kind of funny that that hasn't been mentioned yet, but that's actually what it means. It does mean that. Yeah, it's a secretly. And we are nothing but associates. Yeah, we're like uh, we're a supporting cast. Mm-hmm. We just uh, we're here. We try our best. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Welcome to the morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. This is the Munganast St. Louis Acura Munganast Burkhard Alton Toyota, seven o'clock hour. It is. How are you doing, Doug? Well, geez, I'm fine. You? Yeah. I'm yeah. Fine. Your Plus hair's you. looking good today. Hey, thanks. Yours too, brother. Yeah, boy, yeah. we got some hair going on. How do you like us now? To my right, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, bringing the heat as always across from me. Fingers Plowhawk. To my left. The great Ken, Iggy Strode, and then uh, in my booth, in my stead, as I sit here, because Tim is on vacation, KG in O-Town is kind enough to come help us out today. Welcome, everybody, for the final show of 2023. Yeah. Oh, this is it, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a, week. it's like if you miss the year-end awards, this will be mm-hmm. the, the gala, you know, virtually, you can't yeah. come in here or anything. I noticed you guys were dressed up really nice today. Yeah, black tie today, black tie yeah. today, but that's just, it's white black tie. It's like James mm-hmm. Bond, it's effortless. So when we yeah. leave the air today, we'll have to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Season's greetings. Well, we can do that. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Uh, some call it prominent winter holiday. I call it Christmas. Yeah. I guess we can call it Christmas. So. You celebrate Christmas in a big way, do you? Uh, I celebrate it, yeah. Sure. Right. Well, whatever you have a tree you and everything growing up? Yeah. Okay. Whatever you celebrate, that's what you say. Yeah. I celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Now, if I know if I know one of my friends is Jewish, I'll say Happy Hanukkah. Sure. Yeah. But Hanukkah's over, isn't it? Hanukkah is over, yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. Did you get a bunch of presents for that? Uh, Not really. When I was a kid, yeah, but like I said, so only my mom and I are Jewish, so for the rest of my family, we do Christmas and stuff, and so, you know, I don't get every present ever on Hanukkah, like one or two, and that's fine. And then you got more presents for Christmas. Sure. You were kind of double dipping. Uh, yes and no. I don't think I got any more presents than anyone else. No. That was fine. It, it's less, Hanukkah to me is less about the presents, more about just like 
being together with the family, and then latkes, potato pancakes. That's what it's about. Oh, I love, those. love potato pancakes. Latkes, latkes, potato pancakes. They're absolutely. It's like a, a, a hash brown patty. Just really? outstanding. It is. Oh, it's so yeah. good. I make them all the time. I use, actually use in Schnooks. They have the uh, uh, the Jewish company that makes it. <laughs> oh, well, that would make sense. I guess. T- TJC. Well, I mean, you can you can buy TJC. You can, you can buy the Jewish company. That's the name of it. Well, I don't. It's like that's a hell of an LLC right there. No, try and pronounce it. Let's see how this goes. Um, Halashkin. That's, I don't know. You're that's, looking at me. I don't know. That was, I don't know how it's. Do you know what? Effort? You know what the now company is? Was, they make they make boxed. Uh, it's only one at Schnooks. It's boxed potato pancakes. I, I honestly don't know. You Maybe just mix my mom it up with some me. water. We always got all of our food from the Presbyterian Company. <laughs> hey, I'm anybody a out there knows yeah. that company? It's just, it's I don't know. But anyway, I know it's good because sure. it's, it's a company that uh, specializes in potato pancakes. Huh. I get them every once in a while, especially when I have pork chops. I love pork chops, potato pancakes, and applesauce. Do you throw applesauce on there? Yeah, I'm a sour cream guy personally, but you know, teach their own. Is it Manischewitz? That's it. Manischewitz. 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 Oh. Yeah, that's it. They used to uh, advertise for wine. Manischewitz wine. It is, is wine. Manischewitz is wine. Manischewitz wine is for two. Remember those commercials? Very sweet grape. You know, yeah, wine. we used to. Have, we're not even Jewish, and that's for some reason that's what we had. Thanksgiving, my dad would open a bottle of Manischewitz. You'd have Manischewitz? Yeah, I don't know why. That's right. Hey, some people like things. And some people don't like other the things. The only time I got to drink wine when I was a kid was at Thanksgiving. That's a lot of sugar in Manischewitz, so I think you'd be all right. We, may, can... have a, we may have a guest later on. I saw Nikki Glaser coming wow. in. I actually let her in the building. Um, I said, hey, when you're leave the Courtney show, just pop in and say hi. Oh, Nikki oh, Glaser. Oh, pop in? Okay. She's oh, taping, uh, taping her HBO special, another HBO special coming oh, up. Really? Yeah, so that come in and promote it. Is she still doing the the F Boy Island? Uh, I talked stuff? to her about that. I said I gotta watch that. She goes, it's only on CW now. The app. I said I watched it last year on Hulu. I thought it was on HBO. Or HBO. She goes, no, it's only on CW. Hmm. So, her and Live Golf. <laughs> running so you won't watch it just because it's <laughs> on the CW? Well, they can't have any nudity or cussing in it. And you won't watch anything that doesn't I mean, have either. Well, if, I mean, Ken you insist is out. on cussing. If Nikki Glaser isn't cussing, it's not really Nikki Glaser. She works blue, Doug. But she can be funny, but not blue. Well, she can, blue. but I don't know. The whole point of F Boy Island, there's got to be some sex and some cussing in there, or else it's just a survivor. And you can't enjoy it without the without the cussing. I don't think I, Blacklist is the last thing I watched on regular TV. Because you insist on cussing. No, there's no cussing in Blacklist. Mm-hmm. It was on NBC. Now I'd watch it on Netflix. Once it was over on NBC, then I'd watch the season on Netflix, but no, okay. I haven't really watched a network program in a long time. Well, it's a shame it's come to that, that you think there's got to be cursing for it to be good entertainment. Well, it's got to have some nudity in it, too. Well, that's, <laughs> the that's, a, that's a key point there, Doug. You can get involved. Send in, if you like nudity and cussing, and uh, your favorite toppings for potato pancakes. That's uh, all available on the EDF group text inbox, where you can get involved in this particular radio presentation, the final TMA presented to you by Brian Crouppen of the year 2023. Text on in 314-881-TMA5. That's the EDF group text inbox. You can also call in and talk to KG and O-Town. That number is 636 
TMA. We're looking for a couple phone calls today. You know, why not? Talk it over with us. Have a little press conference Friday to end the year 2023. You can also send in an email for a chance to win the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. You can send those in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope has taken the month of December, uh, which works well because he was the emailer of the year at the year-end awards. Uh, JV Golf Coach with three wins. The Gunter Agency has two. And then Brian Henschen, who's a bull executive. The Calcified Year, Chairman mm-hmm. Steve and Kevin Miller, all of a win apiece. You can get involved and join the likes of those. I guess they're all gentlemen. I can't be sure. No. They all got baseball tickets, most of them, didn't they? A uh, good amount of them. Yeah. Yeah. Buck Swope, JV Golf Coach, Gunter. I uh, believe uh, Chairman Steve got some. Kevin Miller won the day after we stopped giving the tickets away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. oh bad beat for the Bad beat for the young man. Coming up on the captain's log, we'll have the design there. He can cool email today. Lisa Ann will also be joining us for her at the last time of 2023 because we are off next week. She'll be joining via the phone lines today. She can't join via the airlink, but we're looking forward to having Lisa Ann on the presentation today get involved let's talk it over applesauce is the correct answer for potato pancakes topping only the ultra fat stuffs them in sour cream that's from carlos spicy wiener oh no i've had sour cream on them that's what i use they're good personally. too but... just a light just a light smear do you consider yourself an ultra fat no 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 i might have asked me a year ago but a year ago do you maybe. think you have the sort of frame that might support 400 pounds someday no no, 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 no. Because, like, my arms are skinny. I'd look really Well, they weird. wouldn't be. I guess, yeah. I'd have that, like, little yeah. underarm flap. Like the Michelin Man. Yeah, you know, that little flap <laughs> on the underarm. Sure. Isn't that hot? Like wings. Very hot. <laughs> now, I do when I have, like, I've had a steak before and potato pancakes. Then I will put sour cream on the potato pancake. The applesauce is more for the uh, pork chop. There you go. Uh, I'm, over, I'm more of a pierogi kind of gal over a latke. Is that offensive? That's from Mrs. Janie Shanahan. You like what you like. Well, not even close. One is fried. The other one's kind of boiled, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a pierogi, to be honest food. with you. <laughs> boiled food. Boiled. That, that's a throwback to early 2023 right. when we were in Jamaica. We were in Jamaica at the buffet line, and it had all the food labeled. Here's scrambled eggs. Here's sausage. Here's boiled food, and we couldn't even identify what it was. You know, this is, I missed that time because, like, the, we had the passport situation. I was nervous about getting mine as well. Oh, and I remember that. God, great content with that, like, mm-hmm. weeks leading up to the uh, the Jamaica trip. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, Madison still talks about it. She Does loves she? it. Get, I mean, it's just getting away. and Yeah, it was, it was the, the key of it was that it was so cold here, and then we got to go to Jamaica, yeah. and it was lovely out. Yeah. It didn't rain there. Sounded fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Remember how cold it was last year at this time, and they froze all the airports? Oh, my God. Last year at this time, Bragging Rights game, it was like yeah. minus 40 with the wind chill. Right. And yeah. now a year later, we're talking about oh, this global warming horrible. Yeah. I said yesterday, Christmas is going to be a 90-plus degree difference than last Christmas with the yeah. wind chill. Did you see, you know, American Airlines had all those problems last year. They got fined $140 million for the problems that they had. Does that seem fair? $140, $140 million. The government hit them with a fine. Lambert? No, Southwest Airlines. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean. Doesn't every business have a problem at, at times? Do they all get fined like that? Yeah, but you also got to think about the inconvenience for the passengers. I think you have to reimburse them in some form or fashion, so. Well, you can give them their money back for the ticket, maybe. 
That's just lost cost. That's like, I mean, I know, but it's just it, embedded it into their lost is cost. It, is it because it's regulated by the FAA That's that they that have the my, right to do that? That was my first thought. Was that there was some FAA thing or, along the lines of some sort of safety thing that they're doing? I, I don't guess. know. But I have how no do idea. you warm up 150 airplanes? Like on the outside, like how 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 are you equipped with handling ice storms? Like, is it just because they like had to ground a bunch of planes? They had computer problems, and they, they couldn't get pilots and the flight staff. They couldn't get them Was to it due to weather? The weather had something to do it, and, and they had major computer meltdowns. Okay, say, if it's just their computer malfunction, it's definitely on them. you got to have an IT team there, Doug. They've changed. Well, I understand, but lots of businesses have computer, <laughs> computer meltdowns. They don't get hit with a $140 million fine. Yeah, that's a tough fine. Maybe go to McDonald's. I'm um, gonna have three quarter pounders. You're gonna have to come inside. Our computer isn't working. But I bet if you fine, were... fine, eight million dollars. Our computer sometimes doesn't work. Should we be fined? I hope not. But in that so situation, look at million. look at their annual revenue, look at their net worth in comparison to the fine, and it's probably reasonable. In well, terms I'm just of... wondering if any fine is reasonable just because you had a computer issue, or or if it's because the government oversees it, the FAA oversees it, they have that right to fine them. Unless they, they found something else that it was, you know, um, something was done on purpose. Oh, it wasn't there. They wanted to... It wasn't our time in that period where pilots weren't showing up. They were all just calling in sick and... They had all kinds of problems, but most of it got back to their computer. They had an old computer system. Well, then that could be a fine. You need to upgrade your system. Just That's like the I'm Rams saying. lost I a football team because they didn't upgrade their stadium. But the government didn't find nice, the Rams. <laughs> well, Crocky got fined. That was a, that was a court case. Can the government just fine any company that has a problem? The FCC, I guess, can. They can fine FCC. you because you cuss. Well, the FCC can, but this is the. You can say we don't. Uh, it's not the same thing, but the FCC can fine us if we cuss. Yeah. They have their rules and regulations. If there's a rule that says you have to update your computer system, and they don't. It's because we're licensed. Technology and stuff. I. I suppose it must be because the airlines have to be licensed by the FAA that that gives the government the right to find them. It must yeah. be it. So the FAA probably has the same type of regulations FCC does. If you don't follow them, they can fine you. And they probably said your system is not upgraded. That's why all this stuff happened. So we're finding you. People are agreeing with Iggy here on the EDF group text inbox. Johnny Johnson says, Johnny Johnson, Doug, uh -huh. airlines were fine because the government gave the money to update their computer systems, and they did not. Dirty Chewbacca rings the similar sentiment when he says Southwest was using an old computer system. The FAA told them to they need to upgrade, and they didn't. And then their system crashed. That was Dirty yeah. Chewbacca. Uh, that's completely not true. They overbooked every flight knowing that they didn't have the crew to support the number of flights booked. That's from Heyman. Heyman. So well, they weren't fine for that, I don't believe. Oh, they had problems all over the country, I remember. Well, we didn't have any problems when we were flying down there. No, we did not, because we're <laughs> special. Just we're in Charlotte, special. we had <laughs> Yeah, but that was a... That was a what's well, that's the government. That's great. They have customs. 700 people in line, and there's two customs agents working. You know, I'm surprised we didn't fly PJ. Yeah, for real, a fractional. We should find someone for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we Private make money sponsored. off of that somehow? We should find Hubbard. I remember, We're not flying as private. <laughs> I remember flying to, from Denver home. This is like the one time I about missed a flight, and there were non-refundable tickets, so like it was super stressful. Um, and there were literally two baggage workers. But they had like a VIP. This is Frontier, by the way. So Blessed. let me preface by saying that. 
but they had this like VIP or rewards program mm-hmm. line. No yeah. one's in it. There's one worker waiting for Frontier Rewards members. I didn't know that existed. That's like double diamond for Six Flags. I didn't know that existed. Which you are a member. Which I am. Yeah. Um, and blessed to be so. Bingo. But like, I'm thinking, can't that worker just like, you know, act like this is just a normal line and yeah. it's not like for VIPs that aren't clear and not Frontier, you're paying for the bare minimum. You're not paying extra for the bare minimum. You're just, this is a last minute booking. Right. We almost missed our flight because they only had two baggage workers and one was sitting there waiting for a, a VIP Frontier member to get in line. Well, it's been hard for a lot of places to find one. I'll be a terrible Yeah, I don't blame them. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be smart to maybe go, hey, I see about 50 people in line. They look pretty stressed. Let me get in there. And if there's somebody that comes in my line, I'll come mm. back. Oh, yeah. Did anybody else's uh, passport not get stamped? Mine got stamped. I have no idea. Mine I, I don't know where mine is. Mine get stamped. That Jamaica trip gave us the gift that will never stop get, giving, the big yellow diapy that was strapped upon our wispy mm. virgin boy. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. We still have it right here. Here that, it is. Here that, it is right here. That flotation device and that picture spurred my, my lifestyle change to drop some weight. So if anything, I guess I'm thankful for it. Would you like to take this home and hang it up on your mantle? No. And Jackson, no, it's I one of those swim. life lessons. Because Tim commended me for saying, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that <laughs> effing ass. Yeah. And you learn that from experience, because I yeah. I have been subjected on this show to some some extremely embarrassing no win situation type things. Really? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta shovel some mud, Doug. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta sit there, you gotta shovel mud. Well, how were you embarrassed, Blosey? I don't know. I did the stand up thing. It's just it's hard. Oh, to, well, it's that. hard to think yeah. about like a lot of different examples, but I know there are. Mm-hmm. The mile run I killed. That's not an embarrassment. No. Body did. Accomplishment. Just Body did. Absolute athleticism at its finest, right there, Doug. You're yeah, talking about an I athlete. I thought so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, next time we go on those trips, you know what you're not gonna do? Volunteer to jump in, and then that's when you go back to that. Cumberbund, and you go, hey. Yeah, I was riding the high of the Iowa State win, and uh, it was a good win. And good few, win, good win. Few umbrella drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, pina coladas left and right, Doug. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, I like a boat drink on the beach, uh, guys. I didn't know Frontier Airlines was a real thing. That's from Morrison Woods Wacko. It so. was the only time I've actually, because I'm usually a Southwest guy. I've flown American a few times, but sure. mostly Southwest. But Frontier, it just happened to be a great. It timed out well for how our vacation was. We were able to fly out early in Denver, so get St. Louis in the afternoon because we had to work the next day. At least I did. And uh, it just, I'll never, you know. Maybe this is just a one-time experience. It's not a, a shot and trying to drag the entire airline. But that experience was not worth it. Oh, I would have paid a little bit more money to be at South. Remember that old airlines? Uh, I think it was the Cardinals used as a charter, Ozark Airline. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just sounded like a... Cooterville operation. <laughs> yeah, that was around for a while in the TWA days. Hey, Iggy, what, what is the best flavor of baby food to add to a Christmas spread? Mm. I'm partial to the banana, but I haven't had it in 35 years. So what do I do now? It comes from Fuelsy. Apricot. The strained peaches and the uh, oatmeal is pretty good, too. Tapioca. The instant oatmeal. I forgot so, about the baby food. So, you, so you, do you still do that? Every once in a while. You still eat baby food? Once in a while, aren't the portions just like really small? Yeah, it's just a little. I mean, like eating a little thing of yogurt. Doesn't it taste horrible? Yeah, the Yoplait Wee yogurts are almost like the same size as well as the glass containers. So sometimes it feels like you're eating. No, the bananas used to be pretty good, and the peaches. But the box of uh, Gerber oatmeal is always good. Oh, why don't you just get regular, a big boy oatmeal? <laughs> big boy. Because I like the taste of it. But it probably tastes about the same. Did you bring my M and M's? 
So you're shopping in the baby food aisle? No, I'm not shopping food? in it. If I go by and I see it, oh, I haven't had one in a while. I'll just pick one up. I don't know why, because, you know, Doug, some people like things, some people don't like other things. You know, kink shame, very open-minded presentation. I kink shame. But, but buying baby food is, uh, I, can't, I can't get my head around that. Maybe they think I have a kid. I'm sure they don't think it's for me. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know if they think you have a kid. I think if more, no offense, you're like 65, maybe for a grandkid. Grandkid, yeah. Maybe yeah. they think you I have think no teeth. Me. I'm sure they see when I talk, I have teeth. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> look at this, look at that. I think uh, it, yeah, I don't know what they would think. It really makes no sense. They probably don't think anything. They, they see 10,000 items go by and yeah. they hit it with the scanner and there's not a whole lot of thought goes into it. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't had it in a while. I remember just... I had a hemorrhoid one time and had to... I remember listening during that time. And, like, I typically it... don't go into the store for a lot of things, so when I did, it was just for... The cream and the powder. Preparation H. Yeah, I, I did, I've never had one before, so I wanted to kind of weigh out what would work, you know, going forward again. want to make sure that was a learning experience. I knew which one worked. Applying hemorrhoid cream is a humbling experience. Oh, I can Especially imagine. through thick matted tufts. It's like ah, trying to grab a golf ball God. through like a thick little <laughs> yeah. thorn bush. Yeah. It's like, ugh, yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. Obi one. Taking them playable. <laughs> did it work? It did work. Like, if you catch them early, you don't have to go to the doctor or anything. I think, like, the powder and the cream work. But I'm telling you, it. You I would have I really liked to sit on a cummerbund that week. Oh. Yeah, for real. Do you think it was because you were sitting for too long? Because I know I've heard that's how sometimes it, how I, I don't know. I think it's usually straining when you try to go to the bathroom. I think, no. I, putting in I, that work? Well, it was when I moved. I think it was the time. So, like, I'm picking, loading boxes up and going up and down stairs, lifting, like, you know, I'm 115 pounds. Anything is a heavy lifting item for me, typically. So if I'm getting down, trying to lift a couch with my boy, and I'm trying to give just as much strength. But that shouldn't affect it. your rectum. Rectum <laughs> damn near killed, killed him. him. <laughs> nice. Hernias are in that area, right? Though that's the same. I mean, I thought that, the same. Yeah, injury. that's more like what you might have strained yeah. a hernia by picking something up that was too heavy. I don't think you get hemorrhoid. Nonetheless, the hemorrhoid cream, buying that just that at the store. You know, with the powder, so she knows. Did you pick a few more items to try yeah. to hide the a York peppermint cream? patty? But like, like I need this comb. It, and I, I always get a York peppermint patty at the counter. Mm -hmm. I love a York That's peppermint patty. That's literally every time I go to Schnucks, I go to yeah. Target. I'm all about the like a single York peppermint patty. Just enjoy that at home. And did you worry about what the what the clerk thought when you? I bought did this not. I did not. But you I think I they weren't going to ask you questions or start laughing or something. I didn't think the interrogation was going to come up after no. that. But I, you were embarrassed years, for the few seconds that you paid for it. You Ten wanted, years ago, I think I would have been mortified. Yeah. But I walked in there, like the York peppermint patty just sat that up there and just had that. You just see the hemorrhoid cream just You'll slowly on that. you reach a certain age where you really could care less what you're buying or what anyone thinks about it. Agreed. You ever had an after eight mint? I beg your pardon, sir. It's called after eight dinner no. mint. Uh -uh. A dinner mint I haven't had in a long time. It's an after eight. Um, it's kind of like a York peppermint patty, but much better. Um, when I worked at the Breckenridge, we had those that we'd have a little bowl. When people left after their dinner, they could grab a mint. And these things were so good, man. I was I was stealing like two boxes of those a week. You stole them from and the I, hotel? Yeah, I'd just go tell the maitre d', oh, we're out of mints. She'd go grab a box, and I'd just take them. Now, are those the, what are the mints that are like, you can chew them? They're kind of like Butter a chalky. Mints, baby. Butter mints. That, they, they have them at church a lot. I think some people have them at weddings, like as... They're like colorful. They're oh, like light, yeah. like light green, yeah. white, like yeah, pink. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 
Big in the South. God, it's like eating a thing of chalk. I'm a big fan, actually. Mm. Yeah, they're actually good. You don't want to bite into them. You just kind of don't want, Yeah, when and I try to bite into them, I'm like, into oh, them. my God. It's like a cold thing of butter. I think the after eight are like, it's a mint, but it has a little bit of coconut in it. I think it's a Dutch chocolate. Oh, they were good. You couldn't buy them in the store. It was just like supplied to restaurants and hotels. You'd have to order them. We had a storeroom full of them. And I just, yeah, we're out after eight minutes. There you go, put them out in this red Why night. would you steal these things? Because you couldn't buy them anywhere. Because they were imported from the Netherlands? They were great, so I would just take a box. They, they were imported from the Netherlands, eh? I don't know where they were imported from. Well, you said they were Dutch. I said I think it was a Dutch chocolate. Well, you can buy Dutch chocolate at Schnooks. That's fair. A uh, wonderful story of Ken stealing from your employer. It's no surprise that you're <laughs> destitute today. That's from Morrison Woods Wacko. Probably the most expensive thing I stole, um, and it was, I didn't really steal it. But when I worked in Bermuda, we had a um, after-dinner liquor cart that the Somalia would bring by. And there was a, we had a bottle of Louis Trey, which is like uh, $90 a shot. It comes in a... $90 for one shot? Yeah. It comes in a, uh, a Baccarat crystal bottle that the bottle's probably worth 1000 And nobody ever bought this stuff. In five years I was there, we never emptied a bottle. But when I was called into the office and said, we're not renewing your work permits, you're not coming back next year, um, I went into the liquor cabinet. And there was probably about, oh, no. there were probably about seven shots well, of, of the Louis Trey left. Yeah. I dumped it out, and I took the bottle. So I took the Baccarat bottle, Baccarat crystal bottle home, but I wasted about eight shots. Isn't that stealing? Yeah, kind of. But I wasn't coming back. What do I care? Because stealing is against the law. And I was so pissed off. Well, I really wasn't stealing. I was taking an empty bottle. Well, Uh, were they going to reuse this $1,000 bottle? Well, I think you send it back in. Um, But I just... And you still have it to this day. I was so pissed off because when I got home, it it had a crack in the crystal. It wasn't a crack where it was leaking, but you could see the crack in the crystal. But what I did when I moved him to my my flat down on uh, Utah, uh, I just filled it up with uh, just rot gut brandy, cognac. But then flexed. Then it would sit in the thing. I have a girl, hey, a shot of Louis Trey. Oh, my God, look at that. It was some six ninety nine bottle of brandy. And they fell I, for it, huh? I poured it into the Louis Trey bottle. And they tasted it and say, oh, that is really wonderful. They didn't know any better. They were all Hoosiers. Oh. And that bottle that he's referring to will be on the Hubbard lunch table tomorrow for someone to take. That's from Mr. Ah. Bojangles. Now that landlord took it when he kicked me out of the apartment. He kept everything I had there. He kept all your personal belongings and things you've stolen? Probably about 50 bowling trophies. I think that's where my other 300 ring is. I can't find it. I think he has that. Did they realize you were running a fencing operation? <laughs> my, my Louis Trey bottle. This is everything he kept. Fence it, Doug. You don't need to fence. Uh, Doug, we have a title sponsor. We and do indeed. Brown and Crouppen. Brown and Crouppen. They are our title sponsors. We are so happy that they have joined the TMA family as our title sponsors. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm here to serve you. The principals are Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, and Ed Herman. We've had them all in the studio. Wonderful guys. And they would like to serve you if you need their services. They've now grown to become one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. Big part of the community. They value that. They're involved in many charities and community events. Everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strutt to Stray Rescue. They are involved 
heavily in the community. Just built that new office there on the hill across from Ragazzi's. You got to drive by that. It used to be an old burned-out warehouse, and they've right down rehabbed the road from it. Me. It's a gorgeous place now. Right down the road. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give them the number now. 314-222-2222. 314-222-2222. Or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard it here on TMA. They'll give you that free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis. No upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. And they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. That's Brown and Crouppen, our title sponsor here on The Morning After. I'm here to talk to you about the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas, which is now in Illinois. That's right, the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. They always got those tight money lines, better splits than more than 90% of other apps, and you're always dealing with real people on the customer service. It's not a chatbot. It's always a real person. Doug, last night, I was on the Rams, minus four and a half. I hate betting on the Rams. I almost never do it, but I liked it a lot. That covered easy money. And then uh, coming up this weekend, plenty, plenty of NFL to bet on, including three of those Christmas Day games. I don't know where I'm at on the Ravens and Niners. I'm thinking Niners, kind of like what the Niners are doing. I'm not sure yet, but I like that Monday Night Football game. And then plenty more with bowl games coming up. I really love Alabama getting the point and a half against Michigan. Like I like it almost like I'm scared a little bit. Tim and I were talking about that on Balloon Party. But you can bet on all that over there with the Circa Sports app, which is now available in Illinois. So visit CircaSports.com for more details. And get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. Doug, speaking of Los Angeles, the Dodgers got another one. God. They sure did. They Yoshi, got Nobu, Yamamoto, and the Los Angeles Dodgers are in agreement on a 12-year, $325 million contract ending his frenzy of a free agency with the largest deal for a pitcher in years and value in Major League Baseball history. None of it deferred, too. He wants his money. He wants his and money. And he wants, he wants it, it now. Yes, sir. Supposedly, he's the best, possibly the best pitcher in Japanese baseball history. Have you seen some of his numbers? It's insane. They're sick. They got him for less than twenty thousand or twenty million a year, didn't they? Twenty-seven million a year. He's only twenty-five years old. He's won the equivalent of their MVP and Cy Young three years in a row. Over the last eight hundred and twenty and a third innings, which is what four seasons plus, mm-hmm. his ERA is one point six five. Struck out five times as many as he walks. Gives up about a home run every three games, and. He's all of 5'10", 176 pounds. They say he doesn't lift weights. He has a unique training method that prioritizes flexibility and movement over raw strength. Doesn't lift, relying instead on a regimen of body weight exercises, stretches, and a significant amount of throwing from tiny soccer balls to mini javelins to long toss and bullpens with regulation-sized baseballs. His athleticism, they say, allows him to impart force on the ball, dish disproportionate to his size. Listen, I mean, it's Otani, Yamamoto, and Glass now is their rotation, their top yeah. three. It's insane. Well, guys like that, if he's come up with the uh, the way on how to train as a pitcher, he could revolutionize oh my God. the way pitching is taught. Yeah, We're doing something wrong now. What's right. When rotation? virtually every starting Everyone. pitcher needs Tommy John surgery at some point, we're doing something wrong. Who else they got in that rotation? 
Walker Bueller. Dustin May. Clayton Tony, Kershaw. Tony Gonsolin. Oh, Kershaw's done for the Don year. Don Drysdale. <laughs> Stan <laughs> Koufax. They're, they're loaded. Don didn't they, Newcomb is Didn't they trade them? for Glass now? Yeah. Yeah. So That's what I'm Glass. saying. So that Glass now is the third. And so now just, we, have, we have a team to root against all year. Well, they paid, actually, they they spent a billion dollars on pitching. I yeah. mean, Otani is also a, I mean, he's not going to pitch this year. He, he's obviously. I think the Cardinals start the season against them, don't they? Yep. I think. How much money are the Dodgers making that they can throw out all this? I mean, the as you know, Doug, the L.A. sports scene isn't as robust, but the Dodgers and Lakers always do well. They'd have to be making ten times what the Cardinals are making, and maybe they are. Where does Larry King pay for those tickets down there, Mary Hart? Larry King? Larry King's he's no longer with no us. I know, but when he, him and, he always sat yeah, next to Mary on. Hart. What do they pay yeah. for those tickets down there? Uh, probably oh, a ton. I don't know. A quarter of a million. What does Jack pay for his courtside seats? What is their... Probably a thousand, a thousand a ticket per game, you think? Ballpark? Yeah. yeah. So they make probably 80, get some what, on what is their... I mean, I'm sure they're going to have a great TV deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you think about that payroll. I mean, just think about it. You're paying a guy, you know, you're starting rotation, a hundred something million dollars a year just for your rotation how do you possibly make that much money on a baseball team it said in 2022 the dodgers had a revenue of 581 million which will be now triple that with two global japanese superstars that's how you get money is you have every japanese kid Wearing a Yamamoto and Otani jersey, rocking a Dodgers cap. But wouldn't all Think of the major league teams that. split in that merchandising? I don't know. The how Dodgers that, don't. I, I aren't do the only ones know, who get I, it. I don't know how that works. I'm just saying, get getting them to become Dodger fans. Uh, like the growing that globally is probably how they're going to make their money. Otani they're ambassadors the of the game now. They're they're there for 20, 12 years. They might be able to sell their team TV rights to Japan, make some money that way. We got we got your two biggest stars playing for us. Uh, you want to pump have us pump all our games to yeah. Tokyo? And... Three billion for ten years. Yeah. I know Tani was at the Rams game last night. He was. Yeah. I'm sure, he knew nothing about what was going on. But no, good he for him. Probably considering that. buying the team from Crocky. <laughs> for a best. I don't know if I, I don't know if it was correct or somebody photoshopped something, <laughs> but I thought I saw where. Before so let's the, go with it. I think we should go <laughs> well, with it. I, it. It didn't make a lot of mm-hmm. You know, maybe it is. It's Los Angeles, so it could be. But I think it says something. The average ticket price at Chez Ravine last year was like $820. No way. And $820, the average ticket price? Average. And after these two signings, the average price are going to raise it to like 1400 average per ticket. The only way that would be possible is if the top tickets were like an insane amount. Insane amount. Yeah. Like I bet the median number is way lower you than know, that. You know, the bottom tickets that we t- said were a thousand a game, or maybe you know three thousand a game, and that's you know two hundred. Who's paying two hundred forty thousand dollars a year for for season tickets? Average is one seventy one per ticket last year. It's expected to increase to two ninety five. Yeah, three hundred oh. next year. That, right. that that was a little off, but the average <laughs> ticket at Dodger Stadium two ninety five. That's pretty wild. That's a really insane. How did, how that's did, what they're projecting. How, next how year. did fifty thousand people afford to pay that every night? We're on the five. They don't have five dollar tickets then. Obviously. I mean, it's, it's one thing to sell to the super rich <laughs> down below. That that's never a problem. But you're not talking about fifty thousand tickets there. That there's people out there in the in the far reaches of the bleachers and 
So what are they paying for a ticket? 100, 150 for a bleacher ticket? What the Dodgers are doing reminds me a lot of like college football to where it's such a cluster, but I kind of am enjoying it because eventually it's going to change. Like yeah. eventually you get one team that does this with a half a billion in deferred money. They spend a billion on just their rotation in one year. I Eventually, this is going to change some sort about baseball. I mean, I, I know they're never going to agree on a salary cap, but you cannot possibly defer 98% of a contract. You need to stop all that. Yeah. You so this is kind hook. of fun to watch. College football needs to completely change how the NIL works and transfer, but watching it is fun. You, you saw, funny. I think we talked about it the other day, where their payroll for 2040, they're already up to $80 million they owe in the year 2040 on payroll. Like, that that to me <laughs> should never happen. And, again, that, like, that'll probably change. But can't the owner, after 10 or 12 years, let's say the Yamamoto contract is over, you're two years into deferred autonomy money, and you don't go, I want to sell the team. Yeah. I mean, you're probably selling it for $6 billion, and then the, o- yeah. the other owner is responsible for all the rest of the deferred money. That could happen. I don't know who owns the Dodgers, but... Well, that's what I would group. do. Be part of the negotiations. I don't want to be a part of a half a billion dollar paying for a 45-year-old pitcher. I think the days of, of, of a single person ownership in sports are, are quickly coming to an end. Unless it's Bezos or Elon Musk yeah, or one yeah. of these yeah, guys. They yeah. got it. Yeah, they got it. But like uh, like the DeWitt families are, are few and far between. But Steve Cohen at, with yeah. the Mets, he's worth, he's supposedly the richest. He's, he's worth a, like yeah. 15 or 20 you, billion. You, get, you always have the Cohens, the Dolans, the Cronkies, but... That's, who's, that's who owns the teams. Yeah, that's who owns the big, big yeah. coastal teams. But, like, I'm talking, like, even, like, Midwest team, like, are starting to get picked up by groups as opposed to single people ownership. And back it up with Iggy was kind of correct. Ben and Wildwood did send a text. It's a screenshot. This is for the opening day tickets. Is that what I saw? Okay. Yeah, 580 for opening day last year. The average $1,236 for opening day this year. Okay, so So the day. stats were correct. It just wasn't seasonal. So. Well, the Dodgers don't have a ton of giveaways either. I don't think any – does any team have to. as many? I, I, I know we <laughs> can find this out, but do the Cardinals lead the league in most giveaways? They might. Do they have 40? If you check their giveaway count, it's roughly like 30. They do a fantastic they job of marketing the team. Wonderful, wonderful, well, wonderful. They get giveaways. sponsors to pay for the stuff, and they get fans to show up by the tens of thousands to come and get it. Look at the giveaways that Dodgers had. LeBron James bobblehead. Fernando Valenzuela, uh, Fernando Valenzuela, Caleb Williams bobblehead night. <laughs> Book Re- your flight now. Replica Tommy Lasorda 1988 World Series ring. Oral Hershizer bobblehead. That's pretty much all the bobbleheads I see. Plowsy, huh. is Bush Stadium the house that bobbleheads built? Well, I did mention that one time. <laughs> I don't know if it was received well by the fan base. It can't be good for the game overall to have one team. Spending all this money. Again. And, and nearly every other team in the league hopelessly out of the running to sign any of these players. I can't you, wait till they lose a five-game series. It Gosh, will I be funny. Yeah. In 2040, the Dodgers already have almost double the payroll of the A's or mm-hmm. the Pirates. This is in 2040 to today's. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I, I agree with you, Doug. But at the same time, even if you put a cap on it, the teams that don't spend money still aren't going to spend money. If they don't have it, they won't. But they, they'll, they'll stop spending even what they spend. Well, if you have a cap, then you have to have a floor. You have to, so that, for that well, exact yeah. reason. You know, if you have a luxury tax, you used to say, okay, there's also a luxury tax. If you don't spend this amount of money, you're, you have to spend at least this much money. If you don't, then you're paying a luxury tax. So a lot of these teams just don't care. They don't have the money to spend, but they don't spend what they have. 
well, there's, there's that's not why a lot they're of them. that's why they're losing a hundred games a year. But if you're the if you're the Pirates or the Royals or the, the situation the A's were in, and you can't get but nine or ten thousand fans to some of your games because you're hopelessly out of it because you have no chance because your talent doesn't measure up, how much more money are you going to spend? Right. Uh, outside of like a total, a total you, overhaul. Yeah, which how much you got to get to spend? Your TV well, ratings fall apart, so your TV deal is not worth very much. You're not getting a whole lot of the gate. You can't. You can't compete for these guys. You move to Vegas. That's what you do. I guess. You try to start somewhere else. <laughs> or then people will show you, well, uh, the Marlins won two World Series without spending a lot of money. Uh, and teams have spent a ton of money. San Diego, Dodgers. I, what did they do last year? That's, what, did they win a World Series? Did they make it to the NLCS, the DS? You know, they'll, they'll throw those figures out at you and say, what does it matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because you can spend all the money in the world and not win. You can spend a very little money and win. It's but possible. the Rangers spent a half a billion and won. Yeah. There's not too many that so spend nothing too. and win. Even when the Marlins won, they had to ditch those players. Right. They had a bunch of young guys. Because they couldn't afford them anymore. Right. Well, right. yeah, but they won when they weren't paying them a lot of money. Now, when these guys, you they knew they were going to ask, ask for big contracts or arbitration, they were gone. Yeah. Look at the Rays. The Rays were two uh, mm-hmm. in the World Series, and they had a bunch of young guys before they pay them, and now all those young guys have gone elsewhere. Well, if you're going to do that, you better have the best scouts in the world and some darn good coaches along the minor league level to right. develop your own players. The That's only the giveaway information I could find was the bobblehead giveaway for every team, and the Cardinals had seven bobblehead giveaways, and the next closest team was three. So we lead by a handsome margin this past season and bobblehead giveaways. More than twice. More than twice. The number of bobbleheads. Yeah, bobbleheads. We're our nearest talking. competitor. But we're yeah. the best fans in baseball, I, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find the entire promotions for each team and break it down, but I did find the bobblehead giveaway. And no team has it out yet except for the Cardinals. The Cardinals already have their 2024 promotions No, but I'm out. talking this is last year. These were 2023 seasons, Dad. So what we did last year. Well, Pauzi, when we get a little lull in the action here, go to 2024 Cardinal giveaways. They're already out. I did see, Why don't you read some of them? I think Wayno and his dog is one of them, nice. I think. We had a bobblehead collection last year where he had to go three times to get them because they connected together. Match that, Dodgers. And bitches. then they re, and people resold those for 350 They were selling them for 350 or $400. Almost 800 bucks, Ballsy, somewhere going for the far. Group? Oh, for the group? Oh, my God. Yeah. See, you I can never get, have I didn't get those. They, the Rams did that once, Doug, where you had to you had to go to two separate games. You could get the Jake Long offensive line <laughs> one, yeah. and you get the Chris Long, no relation, opposite side. And my dumbass went in b- both games because I wanted to get them and connect them together <laughs> yeah. so they could line up across from each other. I got the I got the Pujols one, but I don't have the other two to connect it to. So the Pujols bobblehead just sits there with a connecting piece that's going nowhere. <laughs> well, get your. Get your credit card ready. Yeah, go to eBay. <laughs> you go to eBay. 70 bucks, baby. Oh, baby, they're, they're shipping from Festus. And when you walk out of the stadium with your bobblehead, there's guys there already wanting to buy it. And I always think, why don't I just take the money now? Because it's just going to sit in my basement and do nothing. Yeah. Why yeah. don't I just say, sure, here, here I'll give you, give me the 15 bucks for it. They all I, think I don't do anything with them. They all think I'm lying because I, I don't have to go every game anymore. I just got a guy. You have you have soldiers. No, I have. I got an inside guy. No, one of the guys up there knows that I I use them for charity. So he says, yeah, just I put them in a bag for you. Just you know, when you come, let me know. I'll save them, save the ones you missed. But when I used to have to go, you know, weekends and pick up the stuff and leave in the second inning, always a big guy out there. Twenty bucks for it. Twenty bucks for it. And I always say the same thing. I just for charity, and they just never believe me. Sure, f off. They don't say say that to you. They do. Not all of them. 
but they they ignore me. It's not like a charity. F off. I said, no, it really is for charity. I'm not selling it. Hey, Jackson, I know you're a big New Jersey Devils guy. Didn't they try a long-term contract with Ilya Kovalchuk? Nailed that. Nailed that? Yep. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. That was overturned and they were fined. Thanks, Q. That's from Cucky the Dwarf. Uh, I'll defer that to our hockey analyst. His name is Doug Vaughn. Uh, yeah, well, that was the case, and uh, it was an interesting case, and you really ought to do yourself a favor and read into that someday. Yeah, it's a good get story. The, get the ins and outs. I could go into it in exhausting detail now. It's fascinating. But I don't want It is fascinating. The worst tampering it's the worst ever tampering done. ever done is what it was. But and also, remember, Chris Paul trade to the Lakers that was nullified. That, David that Stern. Was, that was the worst of the— Who, at the time— had ownership of the then New Orleans Hornets. Like, that's insane to me that... Yeah, that was an odd one. Such yeah. a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Way, I'm, I'm good on hate tech, so I'll move on past that. But you're right, Blahawk, you're right on. Here we go again with Ken dispensing unchecked numbers that some AI fembot sent to his Instagram inbox. Dodgers tickets are $800. Seriously, you're having another aneurysm, Bacon. That's from Little uh-huh. Tommy Trent. I believe somebody read that. I think KG read it or Plowsy read what it was. For opening day is what I was talking about, and I think I was pretty close. You were right on on the number. Guys, almost every year there is a Cinderella-type team that doesn't have a big payroll that makes a run to the World Series. That is the reason the majority of teams don't spend living on the hope that they can go on the heater at the right time and make a good run. That comes from Scott's Wrinkled Ball Sack, and I think that is a very uh, poignant text. Mm. I think that's more a reflection of the MLB playoff system and the way it works now where you kind of... If you get hot at the right time, I mean, that's always been the case, but especially with yeah. pitching, if you can get pitching to click at the right time. And it's just not worth the risk for a team like the Cardinals to increase their payroll to $300 million from especially, $200 million. Yeah, You might TV still deal. finish in fourth and not make the playoffs, and now you've lost $100 million. No, no business wants to do that. You know who's slowly probably losing a fan favoritism is... Lars Newtbar. Newtbar. He has no pull with Japanese he, players. And, and it's not, I'm not saying was he was there to try to recruit them. I don't want to be that guy. But he was posting a lot of, like, cryptic, like, pictures and videos of them, like, like giving off the impression that that was going to be a possibility, even though he may not have even thought that. But the fans of this team definitely thought that. And so maybe... Fans are a little ticked that Lars Newtbar didn't get over the top. He just oh, really? Know. I want to defend uh, John Mozeliak for a second here, only from a, a poster on Facebook. Uh, well, I won't mention his name. What? Mention his name? Oh, drag his ass. Doc. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, he posts like every five seconds. I'm almost to the point where I have to block him because he, he posts so much. Block him. Um, that's the only reason, because he blocks, he, he, he posts too much. But he did is some St. Louis guy, Mr. Talking Baseball or something. And he he reposted this uh, article this guy wrote that Matt Carpenter is available and the reasons maybe the Cardinals should go get him. And then the guy who posts all the time had a comment with the repost and he started naming guys, you know, just, hey, look who I know. I know Ben Hockman. I know. Just start tagging these people and said... Get down there and talk to Mozalak. He's losing it. Don't let him do this. He's losing it. I said, and I just responded, where in the article was John Mozalak quoted as he's going after Matt Carpenter? You're going after John Mozalak, and he, he, he's, he's not even in the article. He didn't say he was going after Carpenter. 
That's just some wannabe writer from some message board. So you held his feet to the fire. I did. I said, quit I posting like this stuff and then tagging all these people like, hey, everybody, look who I know. I'm tagging him. You don't know him. You, you follow him. But he gets blamed for so much, but he gets blamed for an article that's talking about would Carpenter be a good fit in St. Louis again. Please go down there and stop him. He's losing his mind. He had nothing to do with this article. He wasn't quoting. He didn't say, hey, yeah, we're interested. We're going to go look at him. So I just like to defend Mose like he gets enough crap. So, Well, I, I don't expect he worries too much about being blamed for things by the nitwit portion of the fan. No, but this guy thinks he has a big following when he reposts stuff, and he's he's really not. Yeah, none of that happened. That comes from Mayor well, Dodd. it did happen. Oh. I'll show you his post. Now that I would out him, so I'm going to do that. Every time he talks, he gets even dumber. It's from Harrison's brother, Master. Oh. Why is it dumb? What's his name? What's his name? I'm not going to give the Why guy's not? name. Why not? Because, it's, you know, it was something I responded to on his post. You can go find it. Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to look. Hey, guys, what happened to butt talk? Who has the <laughs> cutest behind on the 2024 roster? It comes from Professor Roy Hinckley. Newt. You think? I mean, he's got to be up there. Why do you say that? I mean, he's just cute. Jordan Walker's got a hell of a caboose. Okay, yeah, but a lot it's of like, raw power. Right, that's that's where the power comes for. from. What? Depends on what you're looking for. Well, I'm looking for I'm looking for size, brother. Oh, uh, God! I heard you on this pain. show yesterday that talked about this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, okay, it was a little different, but it did come up. <laughs> uh, the guy who calls every C-list celebrity his friend is complaining about someone tagging public people is classic self-awareness. That comes from Cleavy Wade. Well, they are my friends. These guys aren't friends of his. And when you say friends, like you're good friends with Kenny Loggins and Stevie Nicks and Lady Gaga, you call them up and just chit-chat from time to time? Uh, no. Huh. Someone sent in a screenshot of what looks to be some sort of proposal for the program. Huh. Uh, I'm going to read it. Okay. I'm going to come... Pretty funny. I'm going to propose an idea that helps everyone. It's called Ken on the Tens. Every 10 minutes, starting at 7.10, Ken gets to Ken it up for 90 seconds. Talk about whatever you want. Documentaries, tax law, dreams, vacation memories, and everyone else nods their head and says something supporting statements like, yeah, man, that's awesome, or that's crazy. And then it'll end with Doug saying, huh, after a long pause. And the dance can move on, but he has to not Ken it up the rest of the time. He's welcome to check emails and videos on his phone. Ken on the tens. Think about it. Oh, so that came bad. from the bastard James Hahn. Would you be up for that, Iggy? No. Okay. Yeah, I can check things on my phone, but if I had a laptop, nobody would care. But because it's my phone, it's like, yeah, put your phone down. Look at him. He's doing it again. Oh. No. But and to be fair, you do have a laptop. Yeah, I do. I don't know how to work it. <laughs> you know how to work a computer, don't you? That. And by the way, he has deleted that post. You know how to operate oh, no, a computer. No, he has this right here. Army? You do know how to yeah. operate a computer. No, I don't know what's going on. I charge it up, and it's and I click, and it's telling me to do something, and it won't get rid of the screen. But I, I'm not clicking because i got to do the thing. <laughs> and I don't have a mouse. Well, get a mouse. But it's not. It's it's. I'll bring it in so Jackson can look at. It. But it's fully charged, you and the screen comes up. You can use a mouse and a computer that also has the the finger touch to it. I don't think it's a mouse. I think it's just it's not letting me click. It's not doing anything. It's not getting rid of the screen that's up. What there. does the computer even have? Apple on it? My God, no wonder I couldn't find it. He posts. He's posted twenty five things since this article last night. Jesus. Um, that's what you were worried about. This guy posting? No, I wanted to find the article, and it's still there. So. Okay. Um. No, I don't know what it is. I can't I can't describe it. It's something that it's telling me to click on and do. 
and I can't get, can't get it off the screen. It won't go away, so I can't get to any of my icons. It's You've just, tried turning it off, powering it back on. Yeah, I've done all that, Jug. It's just not working. So. Let's office space that thing. Just chuck it out the window like a Frisbee? No, we'll yeah. let him beat it with a bat. No, it's a, it's a nice laptop. <laughs> Have you shown it to somebody to see if they can get it working for you? I want to thank uh, Tara and her boyfriend for giving it to me, but i got to figure it out. You talk about the Apple computer? Yeah. Well, you we just had that segment before this show. I think Apple has come out with like six Apple. new models since no, you got that thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Do you want to give it to me and see if I can get it going and maybe keep it if it does? Doug, technology expert. You don't have no, one? No, <laughs> I don't have an Apple laptop, no. You don't have a laptop? I do, but it's not an Apple. We why have why a Mac desktop we're looking to get rid it. of since Madison has like two design work computers and never uses it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure don't. exactly what to do. I, I wouldn't use it here. I don't do enough here to, to use it here. I could pull it up, then that way if I do stuff, nobody's saying, well, he's on his phone again. Mm. I mean, he's tired of the listeners caring about what I do during yeah, this program. I know, you're tired of it. Um, but at home, I have a desktop, so I really don't need it at home. Yeah, I prefer a desktop, too, at home. Just easier. Yeah, I mean, I use it for yeah, porn, basically. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wonder if that's why the computer doesn't work. No, I don't use Bogged it. down with viruses. <laughs> I haven't used the the, the laptop yet. Um, and ASMR videos, but other than that, I really don't spend a lot of time on the computer. You have no other need for a computer? Blur. Lines are blurred on other that than, one. Other than porn? And if I have to type something, I don't want to type it on my phone. If I have to, if it's a long email, I will do it on my desktop because I'd rather have a keyboard than trying to type a long email with little numbers on a phone. Right. Um, but if you buy something on Amazon or something... You... I do it for my phone. Okay. Yeah, I, bought my, I did my Christmas shopping like in an hour on the phone. Hey, guys, I wish I could defend Winston Churchill like he defends Mosaic That's from the Dogtown Astro Van. Mm. There's nothing to defend him about. Mmm, Plowsy, what you nibble on there, boy? That's from Joshy Tuna. What'd you have? I got on the holiday. Baron had one of those Christmas tree... Uh, Little Debbie snack uh, cakes. Yeah. Like a zebra cake? Yeah, it kind of gets me in the uh, holiday spirit. Things. Oh, does it? Uh, it's like they put Play-Doh on top of those bad boys. You won't even eat it those things I gave you, will you? What's up? You won't even eat those things I gave you, will you? Uh, I mean, they're in the freezer. What'd you give them for uh, audience context? I think they were turtle... Turtle brownies and brownies? some kind of chocolate yeah. cookie cake. That sounds good. Why wouldn't she eat those? I didn't say I'd, I would. He doesn't eat anything I give him. Already, it's like those clothes I gave him are still in the bag out of in. desk there. But well, you're not even eating what you bought. I ate the, the shrimp he brought in and caught nine kinds of hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you reheated it. I yeah. do have some caramel popcorn that's in there. It was given to me for a Christmas present. I don't like caramel popcorn, so you can have that. What year was it given to you? The Megan Meyer Foundation sent me a box of uh, sausage with cheese and some crackers and there was a little bag of caramel popcorn in it as well. Yeah. And a bag of nuts, which I finished off in like a day. God, these were good nuts. <laughs> mm, I like a good walnut, a good pecan. But there's some caramel popcorn in it. I just don't, I don't like caramel popcorn. Mm. <laughs> the laptop in Ken's jerkatorium must be infected like a lime softball. That comes from Professor Roy Hinckley. Oh, I, think it, I think that's what it is. I think it's bogged down with viruses. I haven't used it yet. Uh-oh. You never got it turned on? It's on, but I haven't down I haven't clicked on anything. I can't click How on this thing this to get out of it. There's no viruses on there. Iggy needs that new Apple computer. I believe it's an Apple MacBook Porn Pro series. Comes with a bag <laughs> of salted nuts. That oh. comes from Scuba Sieve. I'll take it. 
Have you got the laptop here with you? No. No, it's at home. <laughs> it's still it's still plugged Wait. in. It's all charged up. I just can't get rid of it. Well, bring of it in stuff. and maybe someone can fix it up for you. Real nice. Oh, bring it in next year. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Coming on the, the other side of the year, Doug. Yeah, this is the final presentation for 2023. We are off all of next week, so you won't get to hear the, the dulcet tones that uh, we br- provide you no. daily. But the Well, you will be on the app. It'll best ofs all day. Plowsy has been doing a lot of work Whee! on that. We appreciate his work on the skeleton, yeah. providing listeners with sweet best of some of their favorite segments that they can enjoy around the hearth, Doug, during uh, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And that's how you listen. You gather around the hearth. Right. When the family listens together, you don't just sit around the kitchen table or something. You find a hearth somewhere. You get the Victrolia. And you, you, you sit there and listen. And yeah. before you get the keyboard out and feel like you need to send a DM, <laughs> you know, maybe send an email, maybe you're mm-hmm. penning a mm-hmm. letter about mm-hmm. maybe hearing something four days prior than hearing it again. Let me tell you what. What? It's the holiday season. Yeah. You do realize how bad it looks on December 26th if you email somebody or message somebody about a skeleton. Spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. This is I, I want you to listen if you're in your car going to make returns, maybe going to get a ham, you know, maybe dropping off the kids at, you know, soccer or whatever. That's fine. But if you're in your basement, listen to this all day, every day, mm-hmm. and then pen an email to coworkers who have 10 days off, that's a problem. And I'm going to tell you it's going to be a problem if you do it. So let's just enjoy the skeleton. There's going to be beautiful new content you haven't heard. And if there ain't going to be any complaint during the holiday season, you're about to get dragged. By, I mean, you're going to get dragged. Oh, no so It sounds like you're encouraging warning. the listeners to Absolutely. offer you feedback. Yes. Yeah, as soon as you say that, then they will do that. Bring it. It's the holiday season. Be around your friends and family. Gather around the hearth. Listen to a couple fantastic episodes of this show. It could be from three years ago. Mm-hmm. could be from eight years ago. Doug could have been from six months ago. What if you it's an episode know. they don't like? They should reach out to you and drop you a DM? I think I've left them all my contact information, so 100%. When you say you're going to drag them, what exactly does that entail? I mean, they may screenshot the message. I may drag them on air on the 2nd of January. Yeah, save, save up. Instead of writing that email, save up your artillery. Thank you. For mm-hmm. January 2nd, when we're back on the air, so you can rip Plowsy in in real time. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying don't complain. Yeah. Just wait. A nothing I can do right that minute, and B like it's just going to fuel the hatred. Now, if you do it live on air on the second, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Game on. Let's have some fun. Sure. Here, here's some nice. I love giving Plowsy crap, but no hashtag skeleton complaining over the break. Merry Christmas, Plowsy. That's from Jonathan Marduk as a gentleman you. that you had a, a little tift with earlier in the week. You like that word tift? I don't care But we can him. all be friends. Oh, I, I, I respect the text. I'm not mad at him at all. I think it's fun to kind of, I think skeleton talk is fun. I tell you what's fun, and I'll give you a little tease that we can do when we come back from the break. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame down in Springfield has announced their 2024 class. Are you in it? Wow. I can read you some of that when we come back. Are okay. you in that Prepare class? Prepare for some dragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get ready to, for a 1972 softball team to just get dragged. <laughs> from Elias. Yeah. <laughs> get smoked. Maybe I'm in there, maybe I'm not. You're not going to be. But in I'm going to reach who's going in. I know it's in my fridge, Doug, and that's Andrea's barbecue sauce because, yeah. boy, is it tasty. Yeah, boy, it is good. Dip yeah. that in some tendies. Plow, can I hear about Andrea's oh, absolutely. delicious Ooh, barbecue tendies. steak sauce and salad dressing? Check out Andrea's barbecue sauce. I am in love with it. And right now at Schnooks, there is a promotion that is going to be going on through December 26th. 
and it is the biggest promotional discount of the year with 70 cents off each steak sauce from Andrea's and a dollar off each barbecue sauce and a dollar off each salad dressing. In December, Deerberg's is going to be carrying an exclusive three-pack gift set featuring all three of Andrea's products, and the history of Andrea's is featured on the back. They're celebrating 45 years of business this month at Andrea's. Andrea's Steakhouse and Andrea's Barbecue Sauce Salad Dressing and the Famous Steak Sauce. Online at andreas.com and now a big sale at Schnucks. And this is, of course, the Munganast St. Louis Acura Munganast Burkhardt Alton Toyo, the 7 o'clock hour. Doug, something you love about Munganast? Feel free. Well, uh, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganask, all the people that we deal with regularly. Service department, Service the department. vehicles they provide, too, are phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Selection. Saw some of them in our year in awards. Clayton was out there. I think yeah, I saw Karen out there. A few yeah. other people from uh, Mug and S were there. Yeah, just always fantastic fun. people. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Like you can't you, go wrong there. And you always want to find the, the car, the people in your life, the car mm-hmm. guy. You know, you want to find that that person that you can go to with the cars. Yeah. They told me a, a, a few weeks ago that they were ranked like the number, I, th- I think he said, the number four Acura dealer. Three. Three, three. In, in the entire United States for Correct. new car sales. And number four, like in used car sales. Yeah. This is not a particularly large, humongous dealership. In the country, bro. In the entire country. So that'll tell you they're doing something right. And it'll tell you the word of mouth advertising is just phenomenal for them. Because when people go there, they spread the word at the deals that they got and how nice everybody was. And then their friends and family all want to go back and buy again. And get their car service there, too. And they got service guys who have been working there for 30 years. So you're not yeah. you're not getting a rookie on the field. You're getting veterans who have seen any pro in every problem known to man. I know Tom, myself. He's a fantastic human being. He's grizzled veteran. There. Some he's of them. an absolutely chiseled god, and I love oh, that is. guy. He has saved me a ton of time and money. Yeah. Go out there, Munganas, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Munganas, St. Louis yeah. Acura, Munganas, and Burkhard, Alton, Toyota. Whether it's a new car, a used car, or just to get your car serviced, we love Munganas, and they are the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, which we will close out here. It's 8.10 in St. Louis. We'll be coming back. He's got uh, some grievances there, I assume. Not grievances. The... I'm just going to read the uh, 2024 Missouri Sports Hall of Fame class induction that's coming up. Because you're upset by it, right? No, I'm not upset. I don't think you'd bring it up if you were happy. I just want to show people just some of the greats that are going into the Hall of Fame down there. Is this because you're not in it, Because you're so you're trying to downgrade it? No, I just said I've lost all respect for it as far as some of the <laughs> people that go in. No. Anybody, just the entire and award it, show. And this is because Claiborne got in and didn't invite you? No, he didn't. No, he, he didn't. He did, I think. Yeah. Oh, what a tease. So oh, what a rain tease. on the parade of the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. I love the people down there. Gerald Andrews has put together a great Hall of Fame down there. They raise a lot of money. I'm just saying, it's it's it, what kind of a Hall of Fame is it when all these people go in when basically you're just putting in people that are going to buy three or four or five tables. It's kind of a, a joke of a Hall of Fame. It's good at what they do to to raise money, and but the people they're putting in is because they know that uh, they're going to buy a bunch of tables. It kind of waters down the Hall of Fame itself. That's all I'm saying. Josh. Takes. Takes galore. I guess we'll hear about that on the other side of the break, along with some, probably some college football talk. We'll talk a little bit about the bragging rights game. 
uh, tonight. And then uh, there's some good links here from KG and Oten that we'll get into. That'll all be coming up on the other side of the break as we close out this Munganas St. Louis Acura, Munganas Burkhardt, Alden Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, broadcasting live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.